Welcome, welcome everyone to our webinar for today. I would first of all like to thank you for downloading the tool that I made available to you. But I want to take some time to talk to you about the PMP exam because I know you're getting ready. I know it could be a little bit difficult at times, but I want to give you some motivation and inspiration to help you keep going. I want to take a moment to talk to you about what happens after you get PMP certification. Don't think about now. Let's talk about after for the next few minutes. You see, I got certified in 2005 and it completely changed my career. It completely changed my career trajectory. It opened up doors I never even thought were possible. And it gave me access to a world of opportunities. After getting your PMP certification, you'll be amazed. Your mind will be blown at the number of better job opportunities that become available to you. Employers worldwide recognize the value of a PMP, my friend. I've seen this firsthand. The value of a PMP is tremendous. Think about it. When you go on the job boards looking for project manager jobs, how many jobs do you see that don't require some form of certification? It just goes to show you that employers have woken up and smelt the coffee and they're seeking people with this designation called a PMP. You'll be in high demand. You'll have your pick of exciting job opportunities across industries, just like I have. Within weeks of getting certified, my salary went up 300% from what it was two months before that. It's crazy. The PMP exam has its weight in gold. Don't listen to the naysayers that keep saying, well, PMI is an old organization and things have changed in the world today. That's a big fat lie. PMI is still very relevant. The PMI has got a global footprint. Think about it. These 1.3 million individuals who hold a PMP, they're not all project managers. Some are portfolio managers, some are directors, VP, CEOs. The list goes on. So who do you think they're going to be looking for when they're trying to fill positions? Non-PMPs? Are you kidding me? They're looking for people who can at least speak that same language. So the benefits of having a PMP are massive. Don't stop there, though. The benefits of a PMP is not just about, oh, well, better job. No. The skills and knowledge that you gain as you're getting ready for this exam, my friend, it's going to be invaluable to you throughout your career. It's mind-blowing. I go into organizations to train and I see how they're managing projects. It's rather primitive. It's not that great. And what am I able to do? I'm able to show them, teach them, coach them, mentor them, open the world of opportunity to show them how it should be done. I'm able to show them options, different ways they can do what they're doing today efficiently. So the benefits of PMP are not just in getting certified. The skills. I remember going for an interview at Honeywell and all I was asked was earn value, earn value. In fact, the job was earn value. Day in, day out, earn value. I would never have known about earn value if it wasn't for the PMP exam. I would have been totally oblivious. I wouldn't have got the job. So the benefits of PMP, they transcend the certification. You become a much more effective project manager capable of leading teams to success and delivering projects on time, within budget, understanding trade-offs. 
So as you progress in your PMP career, my friend, you will continue to see doors open, opportunities for advancement. You might even find yourself coaching and mentoring others or even leading high profile projects for prestigious organizations, maybe coaching the likes of the FBI and NASA like I have, or maybe training PMP students who are looking to do what you are about to do. The options are endless. So I urge you, my friend, to stay focused and committed to your PMP certification journey. It's a world-class certification of utmost importance, and it will change your career. It will change your life in ways you never even thought possible. Remember, the best way to predict your future, my friend, is to create it, and your PMP certification is the first step towards creating the future that you desire. It's your buddy Phil here. Thank you so much for subscribing to the channel. I appreciate you. I will speak to you very soon, hopefully as a PMP very soon. Hey friends, how you doing? It's your buddy Phil here, project management trainer and coach. I hope you are on to a great start with this curriculum. We have covered chapter one chapter two and now we're on to chapter three chapter three is titled the role of the project manager what is the role of the project manager to get stuff done to get stuff sorted to get things in motion to keep things in motion and to get to the end line that's really what it is in a nutshell so what does the pmi tell us the role of the project manager is let's open our favorite book and by now, if you didn't know, favorite book means the Pembok Guide. So let's go to page 51, section 3.1. What does it state? It states, the project manager plays a critical role in the leadership of a project team in order to achieve the project's objectives. This role is clearly visible throughout the project. Many project managers become involved in a project from the initiation through closing. However, in some organizations, a project manager may be involved in evaluation and analysis activities prior to project initiation. So this is a very true statement. In fact, I had a couple of students in a well-known technology firm that said, Phil, majority of our hours for the PMP exam are from initiating and planning. Can we still get certified? Sure you can. So anyway, in a nutshell, the project manager should be leading. Leadership is the key to effective project management. Now, I know the profession is called project management, but the word management is different from the word leadership. In the words of Steve Jobs, management is about persuading people to do things they do not want to do, while leadership is about inspiring people to do the things they never thought they could. Isn't it true? Management, making people do what you want them to do, what you think they should do. But leadership is making people do what they never even imagined, off the charts, totally off the scale. And this was exemplified in Steve's life, making people do the somewhat impossible. There was a story of when they were setting up software for one of the Apple packages and he asked for software to draw perfectly rounded edges in a square and 
the programmer said it can't be done. There's no way we're going to do it. It, it. it has to have 90 degree angles. There's no way we can get the rounded edges. And Steve said it is possible. And he took him out for a walk and showed him, look there, there's their car windows with rounded edges. And he showed him all the possibilities and why he needed to do it. Long story short, the guy came back the next day and the software was working perfectly, drawing those rounded edges. So when you think about the project manager, the project manager should be the one holding the cape, saying, put it on, you're Superman, you can do it. I know you can do it. You can get this done and you can even get more done. That's the A game the PM needs to bring encourager, motivator, inspiration, whatever you want to identify the project manager as positively to bring that energy, to bring that conviction to the team, to bring that vision, that's exactly what the PM is meant to do. Now, on the PMP exam, you'll find the questions exemplifying this mindset. Some people feel the PM is lower down on the scale and the functional managers and the VPs and the directors, they're higher up, the project managers are lower down. No, it's not. No, that is not true. Rather, the PM has a prominent role. As you encounter questions on the exam, you need to put the PM into a project-oriented type organization and you need to see the PM as having a lot of power, a lot of influence, and the ability to make things happen. That's really what it is. So the PM should be motivating people, encouraging them, taking them to the next level, not just on the project, but even beyond. So what this chapter focuses on heavily is the project manager's role as a leader, not just a manager of systems and processes and procedures and operational mechanisms, but leadership in the world of the project manager is all about the people component. You don't lead systems, you manage systems, but you lead people. So when we talk about the role of the project manager, it is very people-oriented. The project manager, as I've said, plays a key role in leadership, and the project manager could be involved in feasibility studies and other associated endeavors before the project starts. But beyond that, the project manager could also be involved in benefits realization. That's right. The benefits management plan is a plan that outlines the benefits from the project and when and how those benefits will be delivered. When the project is complete, the project manager could be involved in the realization of benefits. Yes, we've got the system installed, but are we reaping the benefits? Yes, we've updated the standard, but are we reaping the benefits? And ultimately, the project manager should tailor the project manager role to the firm, to the program, or even to the project. So project managers are not meant to be applying the PMBOK guide in a cookie-cutter way, but we are meant to be tailoring what we do to the good of the firm, to the specific nature of the firm. The project manager should have various types of knowledge, project management knowledge, technical knowledge, and also 
an understanding, a deep understanding of what leadership is all about. And what is leadership? The true measure of leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. If you're not influencing, you're not leading. The project manager should also possess knowledge in these areas. Technical knowledge, strategic knowledge, and business knowledge, and this will equip the project manager to successfully complete the project. Let's talk about the project manager as a conductor. We can use this analogy of a conductor in an orchestra to further describe what the project manager's role on the project is. The project manager is really a conductor of sorts. Think about it. There are roles in an orchestra. Their roles on the team. The project manager is like the conductor responsible for the team, responsible for the tempo, responsible for ensuring people know when to come in and when to back out. The project manager should have knowledge and skills, including technical knowledge, just like the conductor knows a little bit about almost every instrument being played in the orchestra, if not every instrument. And the conductor also knows a lot about music itself, music theory. So the project manager should understand the technicalities of the project. I sometimes hear the odd complaint from functional managers, IT specialists, or engineers. They complain, project managers don't know enough technically. Well, the PMI have introduced the talent triangle which indicates three areas of abilities that the project manager should strive towards. Project managers should strive to be aware of the project business areas, if nothing else. Knowing about the business could greatly help the project manager gain inroads in a new firm and influence. Project managers should strive to be aware of their project business areas, if nothing else. As a project manager, get to know your leadership team, CIO, CEO, CTO, VP, directors, managers, and know what makes the business tick. Then, build upon that. Try to get some technical know-how and technical knowledge that will enable you to lead the project more successfully. I remember when I was a project manager, just moving from an aerospace project, trying to get into the IT business department, and IT effectiveness said, well, have you done this before? I said, well, I've got a certified internet webmaster certification, and I know a thing or two about building websites. And the question was, have you developed test scripts and use cases? And that sent me scrambling to know more about it. Now, I had done some minor testing, but nothing to the degree that I was about to be exposed to. And I sunk myself deep into it. And that's how I got on the fast lane of writing hundreds of lines of test scripts and lots of use cases. Technical know-how, the little edge I had being a certified internet webmaster, got me in the door. And that took another two years of my career, time well spent. So ultimately, the application of all of this knowledge, technical knowledge, business knowledge, and so on, 
is going to get you to your final deliverable and your end goal on the project. Definition of a project manager. A project manager is different from a functional manager and the operations manager. Typically, the functional managers focus on providing management oversight for functional or business units, and operations managers are responsible for ensuring that business operations are efficient. The project manager, on the other hand, is the person assigned by the performing organization to lead the team that is responsible for achieving project objectives. Now, that could be a tall order, especially when the project manager does not have authority over these folks. Leading without authority is a huge balancing act that the project manager needs to perfect, and it comes with experience. It comes with going through the school of hard knocks, trying various approaches and formulas, learning what works and what doesn't. When the project is done, what happens to the project manager? The project manager leaves. That's the end of the project. Closed. But not so for the functional managers or the operations managers. Not so for those folks. Those folks are going to be on the ball for a long time. Project manager goes off the ball. Operations managers, functional managers... They'll be right where you left them. Come back in two years, I guarantee you. You're still going to find Mary, Frank, Drake, and Jack. Those folks who manage the operations and the functions. Now, let's move on and talk about the project manager's sphere of influence. Project managers play various roles within their sphere of influence. Within the sphere of the project, the project manager should be leading the team to meet objectives. The project manager should be communicating, using great interpersonal and management skills, balancing conflicting and competing goals according to the PMBOK Guide. The PMBOK Guide states that the top 2% of project managers show superior relationships and communication skills. That means Communication skills are essential for great project management. When you read that communication skills are essential, break it down a little bit further into the three components, words, tone of voice, and body language. And going by Professor Emeritus Albert Morabian's experiment, in a face-to-face -face setting, 7% of the communication is accounted for by the words. 55% of the message comes across in the body language and 38% in the tone of voice. So that tells you the project manager is definitely an expert in body language and tone of voice, subliminally or not. The project manager brings the right level of energy at the right time, the right eye contact at the right time, knowing the right words to speak, but backing that up with impeccable body language and tone of voice. The top 2% of project managers show superior relationships and communication skills. 
I want to be in that top 2%. How about you? How do you think you get into that top 2%? Practice makes perfect, folks. You got to practice. You got to keep on sharpening that saw. Keep on at the grindstone. That's how you get it done. Use everything you can because you want to be in that top 2%. So, the next thing on the agenda is organizational influence within the project manager's sphere of influence. There are interactions with other project managers within the organization. The project manager should proactively interact with other project managers and be aware of the resource demand on other projects and, of course, on the specific project at hand. The project manager should be aware of funding priorities, deliverables, goal alignment, and the project manager should be a project management advocate, upholding the profession at all times. The project manager should demonstrate value of the project management profession, always advancing in effectiveness through increased knowledge and leadership ability. Welcome to the PMP Exam Radio Show, your one-stop resource for all things related to the project management professional, PMP, certification exam. Whether you are a seasoned project manager or just starting your career, the PMP certification is a valuable asset that can enhance your career prospects and demonstrate your expertise in project management. In this radio show, we will be discussing everything you need to know to prepare for the PMP exam, including study tips, exam format, and content, and strategies for passing the exam. We will be featuring expert guests who will share their insights and experiences in preparing for and passing the PMP exam. Our goal is to provide you with the resources and support you need to succeed in your PMP exam journey. Whether you are struggling with a specific topic or just need motivation to keep going, the PMP Exam Radio Show is here to help. So, tune in and join us on this exciting journey towards achieving your PMP certification. Let's work together to achieve success and take our project management careers to the next level. Let's talk about industry influence in Chapter 3 of the PMBOK Guide. Within the industry, the project manager should be informed on industry trends, technical support tools, economic forces, and the business environment beyond the organization. The project manager should continuously seek knowledge transfer, transfer of knowledge and knowledge itself, and also integration of that knowledge on the project and within the firm. You might have realized that the PMI is big on knowledge management in the PMBOK Guide 6th edition. There is an entire process dedicated to this called Manage Project Knowledge. The project manager should also contribute knowledge and expertise at various levels where possible. The project manager should participate in training and development in project management. For example, a project manager could do what I did, conduct lunch and learn sessions, and interact effectively within the project management professional discipline. 
In a previous organization, I realized a need for training, equipping my peers and getting them ready for the PMP exam, as many of them had failed on a previous edition. So I set up shop and told my boss what I intended doing and asked for his advice. He thought it was a good idea, asked his boss, and his boss said, well, you know, where there's food, there they gather. And of course, first session with free lunch was a blast. It was a hit. And even without the free lunch in subsequent sessions, people brought their lunch in, and I ran these sessions for several months, getting over 50 of them certified. This was not in my job description. So when it comes to being an advocate of project management, take it seriously. It could help the organization in a profound way. People's attitudes, I should say, towards earned value management, which had been a plague to them for many years, was now embraced by them as a result of training and getting certified. So regarding cross-disciplines, the project manager could be involved in the orientation and education of professionals from other disciplines about project management. They could also be involved in educating other individuals on the advantages of project management and they can be a formal or informal ambassador of sorts. The project manager influences people at various levels. Talking about the project team, the project manager interacts with the project team members, gives direction and gives support. The project manager also interacts with resource managers and sponsors at a higher level. The project manager interacts with governing bodies and steering committees as well. And the project manager needs to align the project to the vision of those key stakeholders. Regarding suppliers, customers, and end users, we view these entities as important stakeholders that we should feed the appropriate information to. Project Manager's Competencies The project manager should be competent in several areas, and these are exemplified in the PMI Talent Triangle. The PMI Talent Triangle has three prongs, technical project management, strategic and business management, and lastly, leadership. Let's talk about these in a bit more detail. Let's start off with technical project management. At a high level, these are skills to effectively apply project management knowledge to deliver project deliverables. When the term technical project management is used, it refers to skills to effectively apply project management to deliver the project deliverable. Also, this means having the right project management documents and plans available for the smooth and effective running of the project. Within this, it could also imply understanding project success factors, having documentation about the schedule, financial reports, the issue log, and so on, and being able to tailor agile and traditional methods. Lastly, spending time to plan thoroughly and manage various constraints and elements. These and such associated areas is referred to as technical project management. It does not refer to industrial-related technical expertise, 
such as coding, engineering, development, medical knowledge, and so on. Technical project management refers to skills to effectively apply project management knowledge. Let's move on to the next prong, strategic and business management. This refers to understanding the organization, the business, and associated marketplace. Specific knowledge here could include 1. A high-level understanding of the organization, the strategy, mission, goals, products and services, competitors and the marketplace. 2. Working knowledge of key organizational functions and knowing what those functions do for the firm. 3. Developing and applying product and industry experience. 4. Having business knowledge, which equates to domain knowledge in whichever area you work, be it in aerospace, IT, engineering, healthcare, food services, the arts, whatever it is, be the expert and understand the business. 5. Understanding time to market. Should your firm introduce a new product to the market right now? What are the competitors doing in the marketplace? 6. The ability to explain essential business elements. And 7. The ability to develop an effective project delivery. All of this is referred to as strategic business management.